0: Hey guys, and welcome to Overtly Casual, the podcast hosted by myself, Dak, and my brother, Tyler. Today's a special episode, because Tyler's not going to be joining us today, but I do have a good friend of mine, Davey Chu, uh, <laughs> we are avid drinkers. Davey has uh, a band, uh, what's that called?
1: Uh, it was off in the woods. Currently, I'm a solo max, But yeah, the, uh, every, band, every band member died. Um,
0: they took a bunch of pills and crashed into an embankment. R.I.P. Mish. Sad, uh, st-
1: <laughs> sad story. Sad so, story. Still, still heard about it. <laughs> so,
0: so, But Davey is a good friend of mine. We went through a uh, leadership course together. Uh, uh, I don't know how much he wants to go into his military career, but uh, he was in the military with me, and uh, he's a guy who inspired me to get into the podcast world uh we we talked about it this is something that my brother we've mentioned in episode one the how tyler and i have talked about starting a podcast for years now we've talked about it for years but you Davey, were a legitimate inspiration because um going through that course with you i was like man i need to open up more because i think everybody thought that i was kind of a dick
1: uh, well, you were, well, you know, we're going to speak later on how we first met, but yeah, you did come off as a little bit of a dick, but you know, in a loving way, you were a good dick, like solid dick. So, like so you, 10 out of 10? 10 out of 10. Like wood call again. There
0: we go. You know? So to, to get into how Davey inspired me to start this podcast, he, he is uh, again into music. He writes some stuff later. He's going to perform as a uh, nightcap of sorts. He's gonna perform his song uh, "Sin Nudes," written by Misha Martin, RIP. RIP <laughs> Misha. Um, that embankment remembers you. You know, and I've been saying this for a long time, dude. Yeah. Don't build a wall. Build an embankment. Because if it can kill Misch, it can kill anybody. I know exactly. <laughs> Misch
1: was the most like charismatic fucker I've ever met. Like, <laughs> if a plane can take him down, like, what's to say it can't kill anyone else? Yeah. You know? Just...
0: Here we go. So here is on December thirtieth at five seventeen p.m. I'll read my parts, and you read yours. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. This was the conversation that started overtly casual. Here it goes. Three, two, one. Hey, bro, how you been? I've been good, man. Just hanging out. How about you? Ah, chilling, dog, chilling. You start that podcast yet, you fucker?
1: Nah, not yet, man. I have to order a mic and find a platform I can post on and stuff. The Anchor app. When I get it, though, you'll definitely be a regular on it, (laughs) though, man. Fucking do it, bro. I need comedic
0: and intellectual stimulation in my life. Lmao. Ooh, that that would work. I'm gonna
1: call it the real tactical tater tot. Slopperators live. <laughs> Dude, whenever you want to kick it, just let me know, man. I'm always down for a beer and conversations. Speck off spaghetti. Quotation marks.
0: <laughs> the real tactical tater tot is fucking genius. Lmao. If you can't take the heat, then don't then don't leave the kitchen.
1: Because we are min-manned and you're signed a six-year commitment, you fucking knob. Hell yeah, brother! Yay, yay! I was mainly just going to cover current events and music and stuff like that. Probably just a Joe Rogan-esque style where I just talk about anything that comes to mind. I think that's the best way to do it, really. Just fucking getting after it and having a good time. Exactly. I got an empty second bedroom. I'm going to put the mic in, a few chairs, and a mini-fridge. It'll be sick, dude. I'm down whenever, bro. Whenever! (laughs) Whenever. I'm going to look for mics, dammit. It's a New Year's resolution for me now. Hell yeah. 2019 is the year shit changes, boy. All the shit. Every shit is changing. Change shit all over the fucking walls. The metaphorical walls of life covered in Obama's campaign slogan. Beautifully changed shit. Hell yeah. Take that old shit and wipe it away using new
0: and useful shit. Fuck good vibes. I want good shit. We're polishing all the shit.
1: Fuck that you can't polish a turd saying, we're changing all that shit. Take all that shit, polish it, <laughs> and throw that polished turd right through the glass ceiling. That shit in the wood set the bear drop? We're turning the shit into a one-legged duck.
0: Place your fucking bets, boys, because that one-legged shit duck will swim in a circle. Fuck
1: yeah, brother. God, this combo is getting me hyped up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to One-Legged Shit Duck where we take your polished turds and sling the babies through the glass ceiling.
1: Change. Change your fucking outlooks. We got shit dogs swimming in circles and bear shit in W-2s in this bitch. <laughs> that was poetic <laughs> and beautiful. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> that is literally the conversation that inspired Overtly Casual. After that, I went straight online. I bought this Audio-Technica uh, microphone, plugged it in the computer, downloaded the Anchor app, and fucking ran with it. And now we're on episode four.
1: Yep. We're sitting in your closet right now.
0: We are two guys, one closet right now. Um, and if you guys have heard me refer to this, it's my studio. So have some respect. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a nice little cloth that you got going. You know? that, that's it, boy. Yeah.
0: So, so, Davey, I'm, I'm curious. So for some guys that don't know uh, Davey, which is all of you, uh, he is so Asian that he could not possibly be white. And he is... So white <laughs> that he could not possibly be Asian. Davy, what was it like growing up Asian in America with it with a Korean mother? A legitimate Korean mother.
1: Uh okay, so I like comparing it to rocket science for the fact that I still haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> uh for the for the people that don't know my background, so my dad was uh, my dad was like 26 years military, and my mom was Asian, which means I was kind of an anchor baby, you know. Dad got stationed in Korea, had a little too much fun, and then I came about. But uh, dude, growing up with uh, with like a multicultural home was uh, kind of dope, if I'm being honest, because like I just got exposed to more. But then again, I got confused a lot. So like one day, I always go back to. I was like in middle school. And I got, like, a C- minus on, like, I think it was, like, a math or science test. It was one of those. I'll I'll say math just to be funny and a little racist about it. But uh, I remember my mom getting mad at me saying if I get Cs, like, there's no way, like, I'm going to, (laughs) like, succeed in life. And then, like, she walked out the room, and I still remember to this day my dad peeking his head out from around the corner and said, don't worry, son. C's get degrees, and then he just walked away, and that just stuck with me, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. Honestly, I think it's pretty cool, just because, like, I got more Did you more ever get exposure. bullied? Like, oh, get for two, being Asian?
0: Like, twofold bullied? Like, bullied by the, the white kids and the black kids for being Asian, and bullied by the Asians for being white? Oh, dude, all the time. Really, all the time. Are you like alienated? Like it's just you and all the like. All, like all my white
1: friends said like, "Oh, you're good at math," but then like when it came to something good Asians are supposed to be good at, they throw in all the "You're half white," so it's kind of like a huge oh. identity crisis. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on inside me anymore at that point, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm picking your brain because my son is half Hispanic and like, but he was he he's born so white. You've yeah. said him. He's oh so yeah. fucking white. Yeah. i'm like man he is not gonna know which gang to join so yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey he's gonna be one hell of a dancer i'm right, uh, just... yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to teach him spanish so he can be you know one of them singer types he, he, he
1: can flex it a little bit you know young his early 20s just kind of <laughs> oh
0: man i can't wait but uh. that's awesome man so growing up um as a white dude in america i've never had to uh Literally never had to navigate those waters of racism. So yeah. um, call it white privilege, call it what you want. But in southern West Virginia, we don't adhere to that bullshit. Yeah. Um, Contrary so, to
1: popular belief.
0: Do you want to take point on the story of how we met, or do you want me to take point? Ooh. I'll, I'll give a preface. I'll give a yeah. preface. Okay. So, okay. Here's the preface. Okay. Picture me, Dak. Uh, I had just gotten back from a deployment uh, in Africa, I believe. And my, one of my best friends, who's a gunner on the uh, C-130, which is a devilish gunship, right? It puts, the fear in, it puts fear in the hearts of all the bad guys around the world. Uh, <clears throat> my best friend, one of my best friends have just gotten back from Iraq. And he was wearing a hat inside of the <coughs> dining facility, which it, it said, make Mosul great again, which is uh, somewhere in Iraq, right? BFE. Um, you can speak a little bit to why he shouldn't wear a hat in the dining facility.
1: All right. So for those of you that don't know, I am services. So I do work in the dining facility. We have a rule where you can't wear hats because there is a POW memorial in the back. So we tell people to take their hats off out of respect. So I brought it up. I told them to take their hats off. No harm, no foul. There was no issue there. We're good. But then... This is where the story goes a little downhill. So, me not knowing this, me and, uh, me and Dak and, you know, his friends, we have a lot of mutual friends, so there was a party going on that night at, uh, at my buddy's place. Uh, shout out to Zach Marshall, you know? That a boy. You handsome white boy. Cali living. Cali, boy. what a comeback story. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, uh, so I went over to that party and I ran into Dak and, you know, like, familiar face, I got a little excited, you know, and we were cool throughout, uh, the majority of the night, and then uh, something happened. If uh, Dak would want to explain this part, so
0: <laughs> I initially, so for anybody in the military, you know that services gets bad rap. Um, <clears throat> I had being an ops guy myself, being an aviation guy myself. I had assumed since Davy hung out with a lot of uh, a lot of flyers, a lot of ops guys himself, that he was a linguist. Uh maybe it was racist. Maybe I assumed, <laughs> maybe I assumed he spoke Korean, but um, so I assumed, yeah.
1: I assumed
0: he was a uh, linguist and in assuming that he was a linguist, I said this to him and I was like, "Hey man, um you know, like w- what job do you do? I was just curious. I was because all of our boys were flyers. And he's like, "Oh, I you know, I'm services, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Oh fuck. You were one of the dudes that told my boy to take his hat off today." Man, <laughs> All those dudes are dipshits. You're really not a dipshit like the rest of your friends. And naturally, Davey takes a little bit of offense to this. All
1: right. So in my... How I looked at it, at this point, I was defending my tribe. People came after my fellow brothers and sisters, and I had to defend myself. I was put in a weird position. You know, I was up against the corner (laughs) with some buff ginger man just kind of pushing me there. Like I was in the corner of a prison cell, and I was fresh meat with long hair. But he, uh, yeah, I just started. You know, I talked a little shit back. You know, I had a little. He said he
0: was gonna beat my ass.
1: In layman's terms, yeah. But (laughs) so we get into a scuffle. Um, So
0: I punch Davey in the face and the ladies that were at the party broke it up before Davy <laughs> could punch me in the face. Um, I'm a huge pussy, so he would have knocked me out. Like, just disclaimer there. Uh, he would have knocked me out. You heard it me- <laughs> here. This is going online. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he would have knocked me out, but that's how David and I met, man. Um, and then and then a couple months later, like, we... I think we... Saw I, I each had, other. like, a
1: deployment?
0: Yeah, something. yeah. You went to the Middle East, and then you came home, and I bought you a shot, and I apologized, and I saw Mish... Yeah. I'd said some choice words I won't repeat uh, to Mish, um while he was because uh, he's a physical therapist. I'd saw him on base as well, and I had apologized to him already. I apologized to you because he was drunk and stupid, man. Yeah, yeah. We and all are. Uh, <clears throat> so I bought when Davy got back from the Middle East, I bought him a uh, bought him a shot, and then we just got fucked up from there on out.
1: It, well, like the story of how we reconnected was beautiful because yeah. like I don't know if these were the literal words, but they might as well have been. It was straight up Dak seeing me, and he said, "Hey, Davy," and I was like, "Hey, Dak. He was like, "I like to drink," and I said, "I like to drink too." Then he was like, "Do you want to drink?" And I said, "Yes." And fr- then from then on, it was just smooth sailing. Just, it was beautiful. <laughs> and
0: then we ended up in the same class in that leadership course. Oh my god!
1: And it was, uh, it was shenanigans. Yeah,
0: shenanigans were afoot. Yeah. But that—that's a uh, brief introduction, <laughs> a more than brief introduction <laughs> into who Davy is. Um, My one and only Asian friend. And and how we met. A punch in the face. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just, we'll make that
1: clear. I took one to the chin. So... (laughs) For this friendship. For
0: overtly casual. I saw... Th- no. I knew
1: this podcast was coming eventually. Years in advance. I knew it would make a good story. I did it for the story. It's yeah. kind of like fucking a fat chick at the bar. <laughs> like, you just do it you're, just because, right? Moped, like moped, you know? You, you love to ride a moped, but
0: you never do it in front of your Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. God damn it. So, so, speaking of being my only Asian friend, so your name is David Chu. Yeah. And so how did your racist dad end up naming <laughs> David Chu? <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. All right. Why so your mother
0: was passed out from pain meds I, after giving birth to you.
1: I get so many questions about that. So, uh, my full name, for those of you that don't know, uh, Davy Chu is just like a stage name or whatever. I use it for music and podcasts and all that. My actual name is David Chu Peterson, but David, I was named after my, uh, my uncle that died shortly before I was born uh and peters he took a bunch of pills and crashed into an embankment yeah all of these embankments people are just crashing into it's embankments have been like the story of my life but uh yeah and uh peterson spelled s-e-n instead of s-o-n so i gotta deal with misspelling especially in my career field where every got everything goes off a of last name let's be honest so pretty much Chu was jew is my mom's maiden name like J O O. But when she told my dad that, he spelled it wrong when I was born and spelt it C-H-U. So, a misspelling, dumb mistake by my dad, whatever. Last name's Peterson, so when people used to immigrate to America, they used to Americanize last names, which is why most Petersons you see are spelled S-O-N. So, I thought it was normal that I was S C N until uh, I went to my uncle's cottage in Lake Michigan when I was, like, 12, and they actually had the paper that he signed his name to, like, you know be allowed in America yeah. so the people that like actually logged him in wrote down Peterson with S-O-N and he rejected it and he still wrote his S-E-N so my great grandpa was a dick so when you look at my name really it's just like dead dumb dick <laughs> going in first middle last and that's how I always think about it <laughs> <laughs>
0: dead dumb dick <laughs> I Dude, I just picture your mother like in Korea. Your yeah. dad is just a GI stationed in Korea. Like he he went there to fucking party with juicy girls and drink soju, <laughs> and he ends up getting married. And he and he finds us a beautiful nice lady, and she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna name him." David Jew, but her accent makes it like, Chew. Yeah. So she's passed out on the pain meds after giving birth to you. And <laughs> the nurse, poor nurse walks in like, hey, what's his name? And he's like, dead. Oh, it sounded like she said, Chew.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's Chew. chew. She, she Chew. <laughs>
0: Peterson. So, che-
1: chew will never be a big thing. Then the Pokemon face pops out. Oh, Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu yeah. hitting me every day. I fucking, like, I fucking <laughs>
0: imagine your mother waking up in, like, a stupor of, like, you asshole. You fucking American dick. That's a family name. My, and son's, you, carrying,
1: my son's carrying a random three letters for the rest of his life like now. He's,
0: he's not fucking punished enough for being half white and Korean. I know, you're gonna right? We're going to go ahead and fuck up the family name. Like, yeah. So, what's it like going to Korea? How's it like when you go back to Korea and everyone's named Ju and your name Chu? Like, Oh, dude, like? I just say
1: I'm Chinese at this point. Yeah. If we're being honest, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, I haven't really been back. You got a little bit of that, it, like, that drunken master. Yeah, thing. yeah, a little bit. You know, <laughs> I did. A, I did a little bit of martial arts growing up. You know, just because uh, I was small and nerdy and I was scared of people. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we all do it. Yeah, that's why we all do it. You know, I had my ass kicked when I was. I was at a
0: uh, a pool when I was thirteen. I want to say, and my little brother made. I think my little brother was eleven. He made fun of this dude who had a Justice League uh, thing on a uh, towel around yeah. his waist at yeah. the pool and my brother makes fun of this guy and then of course that guy wants to fight my brother and I was, yeah. like, I was like hey you're not gonna <coughs> and at this point guys for our listeners out there Tyler was not the big strong scary he as now he was a little twerp and so this little twerp is picking on this other kid, and I'm like, hey, you're not going to fuck with my brother, because the dude was a little older. He was like 14, he was a little older than me. I was like, you're not going to fuck with him. And then his cousin was like, you're not going to fuck with him, and punches me in the face. And I was like, I need to learn martial arts, because I'm a huge pussy. So,
1: But yeah, man, that's... uh. That's awesome. Dude, David Chu. Dude, bullying is great, isn't it? It gets people <laughs> into things they wouldn't have been good at either way. <gasps> <you know? laughs> did, did I say that? Don't don't give me hate for that one.
0: I, uh. I bully my kid. <laughs> like, he'll just be walking around, and I'll just push him down.
1: Well, you kinda, that's just tough love. Now to he's play. in
0: daycare, and so when he does get pushed <laughs> down, the the teacher's there, because his, his daycare's kind of like a school. The teacher's there are like, yeah, the other kid, uh, like one boy, he pushed him down and took his stuff, and your son, he just... Got up and walked away and like did his own thing and it's like yeah it's because I do that at home and she kinda gives me like a, she gives me a sad out like what you bully your kid and say like, fuck yeah man you know he may not live in poverty but we're
1: gonna make him feel like he does yeah you know make him, make him struggle in the house so he succeeds outside of it all right he doesn't have a crib he just sleeps in my studio aka my closet is that what this cage is for here in the corner. Right. That's exactly what it's, for. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for a dog. <laughs>
0: There's what? no disclaimer. No cage in my closet. It is not for my it, dog. He has a crib. He has his own room. so uh, He's 15 months. I should know this. He's <laughs> he's over a year old <laughs> and he has his own room. Um, but uh, so speaking of, we've had a shit ton of drunken
1: shenanigans. Oh, dude, I fucking hate drinking with you. Why is that? I'll shit? say a number. Okay, no, so, like, it's nothing... I love you, man. Like, yeah. you know, we're we're both good friends, but drinking with you is horrible, <laughs> because, like, we both have those personalities where we naturally try to hype each other up, you know? Yep. So the energy's there, you know, like, dancing yep. around a parking lot, yelling out, we love Fortnite over and over again. We love Fortnite. We love Fortnite. <laughs> we love Fortnite. We love Fortnite, but... Uh, no, but, like, we're both pretty competitive guys. So, I still go back to this one night. We were, at a, we were at this local bar, you know, our little local watering hole. And uh, I introduced Dak to my favorite drink, which, for you guys that don't know, is uh, Jameson and Ginger Beer. It really puts you under the table after a few of them. Great. Fantastic drink. But me and him are sitting there drinking. We're at the little smoking area, you know, just, like, loosening up. It's been a long week. We're trying to feel good, you know. And I chug mine, and I see this look in Dak's eyes where I know I'm just going to get wasted. Like, right then, I was like, this chill night just turned into, like, a fucking Trunk Olympics, which, <laughs> another story, we'll get to that later. But, uh, yeah, so then I saw him chug his, and we just started buying each other more shots, and so I don't remember do you, if the do rest think, of the
0: night. Do you think that is solely American? Do you think that's an American thing, like, or do you think that is a worldwide thing? Because we'll, we'll get to the Japanese story later, but like, do you think that is... Because I've drunk, drank all across the United States. Like One yeah. time, when I was 19, I went up to Elkhorn, Iowa. We drove... <clears throat> I was in tech school. And for those of you that don't know, uh, tech school is basically where you go for the training on how you do your job. Um, mine, for me, lasted about a year. Uh, how long? Was Mine was there? a month. <laughs> Atta boy.
1: Atta boy. But I had an so, egg exam. It was tough. <laughs> all right, just. So,
0: dude. I can make some fucking rant. Uh, Who is it? The fucking the British dickhead chef? Oh, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I I use his recipe to make my scrambled eggs. Oh, it's and they good came recipe. Out fucking amazing. Oh yeah. But anyway, so hey, I was, wasn't that angry. You know he's yeah. I was in Texas. I think down. it was. I think it was Martin Luther King Day in 2014. And we (coughs) fucking, no, 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 I wasn't even, I was 18 at this time. Oh, shit. Maybe, maybe 19. Anyway, I was super fucking young. Yeah. And me and four of my boys, we drove up to Elkhorn, Iowa, which is a town of 600 people. Yeah. Legitimately 600 people. I assume the median age in this tiny town in Iowa that was 19 hours away from where we were. So you have the Friday, the Saturday, and the Sunday off. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. All that off. We didn't leave until Saturday morning. Yeah, because we just decided. No, it's Thanksgiving. It yeah. was fucking Thanksgiving. I remember <laughs> now. Um, so we we leave uh, Saturday morning, something like that. One of those days where it was a day late. And we drive up to Elkhorn, Iowa. Uh, a, a great town if you can be there for the Tivoli Festival. That's awesome. Uh, anyway, we drive up there, and I think it's going to be shitty, yeah. the parties. Yeah. We go to a, ho- a, a house party. A town of 600 people. Okay. The median age you assume is like 60, right? Because yeah. it's a retiree town. What do yeah. you think a house party there is going to be like?
1: Like six dudes and one girl, exactly. and everyone exactly. That's what yeah. I thought.
0: Yeah. 19-year-old me. My my my! How the tables have turned. It was a lie. Everyone there was beautiful. What? Everyone there. They're fucking six-foot-tall women, seven-foot-tall men. All of them blonde hair, blue eyes. Because it's a Swedish. It's the largest. No, it's not. It's Danish, not Swedish. Uh, it's okay. the largest Danish settlement outside of uh, Denmark, I believe, or the largest Swedish settlement outside of Sweden. In Iowa? In Iowa, Elkhorn, Iowa. They have a, yeah. a, a Danish windmill and everything. They have Tivoli, which is a Danish festival. Uh, I met some da- dude. I played mercy with some Danes this weekend. <laughs> you ever yeah. played mercy? The hand where you, the game where you like rip each other's hands apart. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, <clears throat> this Danish teacher. Okay, he was the <laughs> smallest guy in the group, and he was four inches taller than I am. Yeah. I'm not that tall, but that still makes him, like, six foot two. Yeah. Right? So, this Danish teacher, I hold his hand, and I'm like, okay, this guy's a chimpanzee. No, this guy's made out of oak wood. He Man, just, no, he broke my hands. Just big hands. Yep. Yeah, my, broke my hands. My hands are still broke today. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> but That's anyway, good. so, <laughs> do, you, do you think... So, i have in drinking, uh, you know, San Diego, Vegas, fucking uh, New England... Florida, like all over the United States, you pick a corner of the United States. I've drank there. I know you have too. Yeah. Do you think that is predominantly American, or can uh, you drink everywhere? I, and socially, socially use it as a way way to connect.
1: From the countries I've been to, it seems like that's like a worldwide thing. Just because Korea, I can speak on behalf of Korea a little bit. Korea's known for drinking. They get horribly fucked up soju bro soju dude that red cap it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but uh i honestly think it's a worldwide thing of course like you know certain countries they have a banned and stuff but i think like there's like records ever since ancient times showing that like alcohol has been used as like a social thing you know So outside but,
0: of the middle east do you think it's culturally just prevalent i think it's i think cigarettes prevalent. and alcohol yeah like if you have a smoke and some booze with anybody of any nation you're good
1: yeah i mean like some of my best memories involve like a cigarette in one hand and a beer in the other like yeah. and i feel like most most guys from america will attest to that like that's Dude, just these a danes
0: the danes i met last week in california they tested yeah. me they give me have you ever had snus St- oh yeah the dip you can swallow you, no,
1: yeah yeah
0: so you don't have to spit yeah, yeah. And it's in a pouch, and you put it in your upper lip. Yeah. And it's snus. And I met these guys, and he goes, and again, it's this teacher. He's, this was the biggest one in the group, and he was like six foot seven. Yeah. They were all teachers, <laughs> and they had traveled to Northern California or Central and Northern California. Uh, they drove up to Yosemite and hiked around up there. And they're like, man, America is great. Like, this is so awesome. Would you like to try snuffs? And I was like, this is a setup. You guys are gonna try and fuck me up with this European tobacco. They're trying to get you on, but a I'm game, dude. I've been just... puffing the jewel. I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he goes, if you if you feel like you have to harf, uh, that's what he said. Harf. He's
1: like, if you feel like, like you to have vomit
0: to or... to vomit, yeah. What's... He goes, if you feel like you have to harf, yeah. just harf. It's okay. I won't judge you. Americans always do. Okay. And I was like, nah, no, not What do you to, say Americans yeah. always do? <laughs> Fuck no, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm going to take a pound of it. Yeah, so <laughs> we're we're just ripping heaters and fucking uh, doing snus and meeting these guys. Have you been through Germany before?
1: Uh, I lived there when I was a kid, but uh, I moved when I was like Yeah, I actually lived like near K-Town. K-Town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so but you were in like, uh, Rammstein. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But I moved when I was like 11, so Dude. I don't remember
0: much of it. When I was coming back from Afghanistan, we stopped for four days in K-Town, or in uh, Ramstein. Yeah. Um, and we went through, through a little transition program there, which was awesome. They basically just said, um, do what you want. If you yeah. need to talk to us, we're here. Otherwise, go." Like you have a mandatory one castle visit. You have to visit a castle, <laughs> and you have to go to a luncheon in yeah. four days. And you can pick any day to do that with any of their representatives. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so it, next time you deploy, you have to take advantage. Uh,
1: fuck, I forget right. what it's Dude. called.
0: I forget what it's called. But anyway, you just get to party in well, like
1: turn. I went through Germany for like... I had like a layover there for like three hours and I got shit-faced at it. They they were just like selling German beer and it was amazing. Did you so get to drink like, where you were? Where I was at? Yeah, when you uh, were We like, had a... Three drinks a night, but I got really big into fitness oh, there. So. It wasn't fucking banned. No, no. But uh, we, I quit drinking while I was out there for like okay. the majority of it. Well, so. in
0: Africa, there's no rules. So we were able to drink whatever we wanted there. I would sneak yeah. off base. And uh, I was in West Africa, and I would go downtown with the... Uh, Private military contractors that were on base. Yeah. I just put on a ten twenty two jumpsuit. So five eleven bottom, five eleven top. Yeah. Be like, yeah, we're gonna go into town for stuff. <laughs> and, and the base guard was like some little fucking air national guard dude from Kentucky yeah. that was just like, okay, sir, see ya. <laughs> and we go downtown and get fucking yeeted That's and funny. eat something called mukimo. Do you know M-Kimo. what mukimo is?
1: No, never so, heard
0: of it. Fuck, dude, I've had mukimo a couple times in my life. Yeah. It's basically. Um, a mix of african spices with yeah. mashed potatoes that's yeah. it smashed potatoes and peas huh. but it's the key is the african spices mukimo um, okay. is fucking amazing if you've ever mixed like you ever do you ever go to daycare or anything like that like go to a daycare yeah yeah kinda... you ever like not go to visit a daycare <laughs> like, but
1: not like you're hanging out like, like i'm a one. i'm a 24 year old man I, with no kids as a child <laughs> did you ever
0: attend daycare yeah yeah a little bit so this staple food is mashed potatoes with peas and some sort of like yeah. Salisbury steak. Like a soft carrot. Yeah, or sure. You yeah. <laughs> we, we apparently went to Section 8 to take care. Um,
1: <laughs> so uh, that's where they send the mixed Kids. That's just to lead us it. out. Goddamn, son.
0: <laughs> we're lo- trying to lose all of I our I can't problems. tell
1: what you are. We're, lo- <laughs> we're losing every single one of our listeners. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to preface. Like, I hope you guys know we're, we're joking mostly. I have, I have an Asian friend, so... And I have a that. I have a ginger friend, so... So we basically got all of our... Actually,
0: have you done 23andMe? 23andMe? I haven't. The, the genetic testing? But I've
1: been meaning to, I just to figure it out. I am
0: 0.4% Spanish.
1: That's amazing.
0: So, call me Don Quixote de la Mancha. Okay. I speak a little Spanish, for those of you who don't know. I have a Spanish son, so um, I'm trying Maybe to... Maybe that's a- why you love a uh,
1: Spanish woman so much.
0: It's not because of Fast and Furious. I swear. It's not, <laughs> I swear well, it's not because of Letty. Just,
1: just let's take a second for Melissa you guys. Just right here. Michelle, bro. Michelle. Oh, my God. I got Michelle. the name wrong. Michelle. Oh, God. Driving to an embankment, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the nearest embankment? I'm going out tonight. <laughs> Listen,
0: but... So, um... Fucking, uh... Where was I at? I've lost my place. What was I talking about?
1: Uh, 23 and me.
0: Okay, 23 and me. Uh, and speaking to <laughs> ethnic diversity. I am 1.2%. So, point four percent Nigerian... Okay. Like 0.6 percent. Yeah. Uh, southeastern uh African, so Ethiopia, and then 0.2 percent northern African. So I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty in, dude. You're,
1: you're like one of those uh, white girls in college that like goes like, I'm not even that white. I'm, the I'm the 118 most, Navajo. Okay. I'm the most Just.
0: European brother. <laughs> I'm like, there's an old Mad TV ske- sketch called uh, or skit rather called Octoroon uh, for the listeners out there you need to look up Brian Callen Mad TV Octoroon and it's just, just fucking he's a white dude that's like I am one eighth like, and, <laughs> so the guy's like uh, do you know what a mandalay sauce is? Uh marmalade? No, Mandalay. Mandalay. I don't either. Me well, neither. anyway, So he's in a I, fancy restaurant, Ryan <laughs> Callan and he's on a date. And this chick, who he, he presumably met by talking to her, because back then, that's what we did. Usually that's how... Um, not it, wait, so they
1: just didn't swipe right? <laughs> no. They and they just, talk. like, showed up? <laughs> nope, not out. I've been doing it wrong for years. Yep. What the back, fuck? Th- back then, they <clears> talked <throat> to people.
0: Uh, so he's on a date with this chick, and he says... uh he, he's out they, you know it's their first date and the waiter is reading off the special which is shark fin with the mandalay sauce and he starts to explain the mandalay sauce and Brian Callan, the actor, is like oh so, and he's a purely white dude purely white dude speaking with a harsh European accent. he goes oh so you assume because I'm an octoroon I don't know what a mandalay sauce is and, <laughs> that's how I feel I'm the most European brother you know here at Overtly Casual, Overtly Casual. um but nah, man, like, uh, I do think that drinking is a worldwide thing and definitely nicotine definitely oh, yeah. to- or tobacco more specifically. Oh yeah. because well, you, you get nicotine America's with vaping. kick. Yeah. You get nicotine uh. with all va- Oh, of a military. Oh yeah. You ever slammed a rip it?
1: Dude, do you remember like being deployed and like seeing the little mini BX and seeing everyone with either cigarette stamp or an energy drink every morning? So, uh, it's kind of beautiful. Where I was, like, there was no BX. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. When I was
0: in Afghanistan, we had a BX. It was really nice. It was an army base, so it was fucking legit. Yeah. Um, when, I was, when I was in Africa, we actually, they outlawed uh, energy drinks. Yeah. And so we had Red Bull and Monster. Yeah. They had a whole ISU, so a whole storage unit, completely stacked <laughs> with Red Bull and Monster. They were waiting till the date, like the Best Buy date ran out, yeah. and they were going to dump it all so my services brethren would like feed me they were like fuck it was like jailhouse shit like, like cause we didn't have a BX so you'd have yeah. to order your shit on Amazon or you had to bring it all with you or yeah. something like that so I would be trading like mini de- like the travel size deodorant sticks for yeah. like a Red Bull in the morning <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fucking shuffling like we were in prison dude like hey you got some smokes I would, I'll make cause I would go me. out in the town I would go out in the town yeah. so I'd get smokes like the little kids I uh oh I wish I had them in the, in the studio In the closet. Um, (laughs) I I wish I had them with us in here, but I would trade holographic, like, 80s baseball cards. Yeah. The shitty ones that are worth, like, 10 cents to the little, uh, the kids. Because the little African kids, they would sell cigarettes. Yeah. And they'd come up to your truck and they'd be like, oh, smoke and they would like puff the cigarette like without it being lit and I would give them a holographic card I'd take a couple cigarettes and then I would trade them for fucking Red Bulls and monsters and that's shit a,
1: that's a hell of a deal right there though
0: dude the uh, salesman in the bazaar in uh, West Africa called me the red devil huh? because they wanted so much money for everything yeah. I, I walked out of there with a sword and a bunch of figurines and I stole some shit too but uh, we're not gonna Edible tell boy. them but I'm never going back to that country it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, yeah. yeah we're good yeah, yeah, no, I think that is a uh, I think that's a purely universal thing. So speaking of it being a universal drinking thing, you remember <laughs> when the the Japanese came to town?
1: Uh, I remember the first half, uh, last half I started getting a little blurry. For being honest, all I remember uh, is Kumpai! Kumpai!
0: <laughs> <laughs> which uh, for those of you that are uh, uncultured swine, it means cheers in some form of Asian language. Um, I can only assume
1: Japanese. I, I would hope so. <laughs> no, so it means cheers in Japanese. Fuckers were teaching us Indonesian the entire night. <laughs> Who that, won that game? Do you remember that one dude that was
0: asking about Coke? He was the DD for those dudes. Oh,
1: yeah, because, uh, no, I remember the guy that, uh, impression? he wanted a Coke. I'm not doing it. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, I'm okay. Not... <laughs> oh, but I can't. I can't get away with this it. This is an EO complaint that's coming <laughs> out right now. But, uh, no, so, uh, the guy wanted some Coke referring to Coca-Cola because he was a DD, but he couldn't pronounce Coke. So this guy was coming up to a bunch of drunk guys saying, I want cock over and over again. <laughs> Where
0: is my cock?
1: <laughs> I I need cock right now. And everybody
0: and was cheersing and like just, beer Olympics. And we <laughs> started they, to chant like one more, one <laughs> more. And this dude, the whole town that we're beer Olympics, he's just like, I want cock. Yeah where he's my cock and he was a buff like fucking Japanese dude just masculine as all get out and he doesn't realize why we're all laughing and so of course all of the Americans are laughing our asses off and then some of the Japanese dudes to not offend not knowing what the fuck we're talking about they're they're hearing coke Yeah. not knowing what we're talking about they're pointing and laughing at him too and it's like you don't even know what we're
1: saying you don't even know what we're saying No, I I actually remember... That guy's name was Shotani, and I only remember that because after he told me his name, I kept yelling out that he was the best show in town, and he didn't get it. God damn. Well, no, because uh, a friend of mine, she walked up to us when I was talking to him, and, you know, this is when I found out Japanese guys are really into white girls. Because uh, I remember them very blatantly looking at her and going, like, which one of us three would you want more? And she felt really awkward and walked away. (laughs) It's a different culture. Yeah, exactly. It's a culture. Exactly. exactly you know? Hashtag
0: me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God damn it.
0: Hey, I got those Sami like Scandinavian eyes. I can get away yeah, with it, right? Yeah. Different yeah. culture. Yeah. Some
1: people say I can pass as Hispanic, so like I can kinda
0: Oh, what kind
1: of Hispanic? Huh? I think if I went like, you know, Central America Portuguese. More vague. Portuguese. You be more like
0: a Portuguese. That's that's. You got that's a little classy, kiss though. of the cans. Like, he yeah. either got cancer or Down syndrome, so we feel bad for him no. <laughs> Okay.
1: We're rolling with that.
0: Dude, back in my hometown, anybody that's listening in southern West Virginia, they used to say it all the time, I beat the Down syndrome. <laughs> no, that's a bit from Theo Vaughn, man. Theo Vaughn is one of my favorite comedians. That's yeah. a bit from him. He talks about how he beat the Down syndrome <laughs> and <stuff> like that. <laughs> But no, nah, man. Tell me about your goals, man. Where do you see yourself? So I've known Davy for a couple of years. Ever since uh, the, his uh, the blo- yeah, since his sweet blood touched my knuckles. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I've known Davy for a couple of years. Like, where do you see yourself five years from now? Like, are you gonna five pursue? Five years from now. Are you gonna pursue entertainment, or, or like you're gonna obviously break into podcasting? And oh, when, yeah. and when yeah, you break in, a, when you break into it, um, I I want to help promote you. But oh yeah. Like where do you like what are your yeah, where do you see yourself when you lay down tonight what are what is Davy what is Davy Chu?
1: honestly you know, I still got a I got a year left on my current military contract. I'm still going back and forth if we're being honest uh, I would love to pursue entertainment on the side, you know it's what I've always wanted to do since I was a small child, you know, but uh right now, I'm having trouble dealing with the fact of just straight up leaving the military after six years. You know, after you put so much time into it and like everything just kind of walking away from it seems kind of rough. Yeah, it's definitely so
0: leaving for me. I've made the commitment. Obviously, I'm jumping ship. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't tell you. I locked down a, a private military contracting gig.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Did so you oh. I'm gonna make a shit ton of money? Breaking <laughs> life-changing news to his friends on this podcast. Yeah, boys. I'm so, shocked now. Yeah, <laughs> man.
0: Um. I didn't. I, I don't think I, uh, I told many people, but I, my listeners do know that I'm moving to Los Angeles in September. So I'll be living in L.A. Nice. Yeah, and nice. Uh, guaranteed to uh, one trip out a year. So it's going to be nice, dude. Yeah. So, um, I, I know that you were entertaining, uh,
1: flying for a while. Um, yeah. But then I, I found I, out my eyes are made out of dick. Oh, so, really? dude. Like they looked at my left eye and they were like, there's no
0: way. Damn. really? Like, yeah. So you'd have to stay. Um, no, albeit. Honestly, cool. honestly,
1: like as much shit as services gets, uh, then again, I did resent it the first few years of my career. Don't get me wrong. I used to, people used people talk shit about our job. I used to talk more shit about the job than anybody. Yeah. But uh, when I deployed, I had this uh, I had this moment, dare we say, while I was out there that made me love it. And uh, some stuff was happening. I had a really long day at work. I was there for like 14, 15 hours. And I just remember walking into the DFAC, and I wasn't services when I was downrange. I, was, uh, I did FP, like pretty much working with... Locals watching them, and, and, all that. and
0: for the listeners, FP is force protection, and yeah. so it's basically the first line of defense, right? So it's ground level intelligence, right? You you observe the locals and you report anything suspicious. Exactly. I, I wanted to I, I wanted to see if you get into this on this podcast, but um, <clears throat> how did that make you? Like, how good did it feel being from like? So it can become dull when you come from a like it can become like, just due to the community that I'm in, yeah, you, it can become dull if you do something good. Yeah. Coming from a community where it takes so much shit yeah. on your side, how did it feel for you, and how did it re-inspire you when you uh, did that certain thing? And we're not going to go into it too heavily, but basically ground-level intelligence, observing foreign nationals on a uh, base in the Middle East, Davy stopped a potential terrorist attack. Uh, solely about being diligent when he had every excuse not to be. How did that make you feel,
1: dude? I was, I was so hyped. Yeah. Like you have no idea. Like I got back, I was like screaming. I, I was like texting my dad about it. I was like, yeah. this is, this is fucking amazing, you know. But uh, you know, some, some other stuff happened after that, which is uh, why well, I'm medalist right now. But uh, <laughs> still, still burns. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> But, yeah, dude, uh, it was great. Like, I don't really talk about it too much just because I'm already cocky enough as is, so I feel like loading about that will just be kind of like, you know, another, you know, step up on that. But
0: uh, you saved... um, You stopped someone else from down the line from having to make the mistake to miss that. Yeah. And basically what Davey did... He met the initial chain. A lot of the times in the military, a lot of the times in life, we don't give enough credit to the gentlemen and the the ladies and the gentlemen that that's nip it at the bud, right? You truly yeah. nipped it at the bud. Oh yeah, you saw something. No, I got right at his bud. Yeah, nip you it. saw uh. <laughs> You saw something and you said, "Listen here, fucker." Like yeah. Give me all your shit. Like you're nah. I'm detaining you. Like yeah. that's that right there. Yeah. Stops an attack. Yeah. That right there. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. it's something that it's, it's yeah. beautiful.
1: We call it in security forces. They detained him. I felt kind of hyped because oh, I found you it.
0: detained him. You. I stood there. Could he leave, dude? It was, could he leave? It if was, he tried to leave, would you have stopped him?
1: Yeah, I would have chased him down. All right, but. you would have fucked him up. <laughs> you would have fucking did something. It, it was it was so fucking weird though because like I'm not gonna go into the full story, but it was literally like I found something i got out of my i got out of the truck that the guy had and i kind of looked at like a group of four people and i was like whose is this and none of them raised their hand and i felt like a kindergarten teacher trying to like figure out who the fuck shit in the toy box you know what i mean (laughs) who shit in the urinal tell me right now. exactly and then i was like who did this and no one raised their hand then i was like i'm gonna ask this again who did this and then one guy raised his hand, and I was like, "Come on, man, get over." Here. And then like, and now we're gonna have to fucking arrest you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And then I had to sit there talking to people for like fucking hours on end. And you, and you really touched my
0: community with that. Now I yeah. don't talk about my community on here really. No. Um, I don't go too much into it because obviously transitioning out, right, uh, going to the next life. But you really like you helped my community with that. You really yeah. you helped the entirety of uh, the base that you were at in the Middle East. Like you. You saved some real shit, man. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about this today. I was like, how can I? So, we're going to shoot for a comedic podcast. We're going to shoot for. Because that's basically what we do. That's, right? that's what it's people use me for. 99% of <laughs> our banter is just comedic, right? Because yeah. um, we
1: love Fortnite, man. Dude, do you it is. remember
0: that one time? It, so, we were in a leadership course. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> And he was fucking joking about school shootings and public, like, mass shootings. And this is terrible. Sorry, guys. We're losing all of our we, listeners. We,
1: so, we have a really dark sense of humor. So uh,
0: just kinda. the military, just so you know, kills people. And killing people will, you know, kind of jar your sense of humor. grows okay. you a little bitter. Yeah, little there bit. we go. Yeah. So we're sitting here, and we're talking about fucking... Uh, oh, we're talking about school shootings, we're talking about mass shootings, we're just cre- ripping we're, jokes on it. Yeah. And then dude approached us afterwards and was like, hey man, just so you know, like I was in this X, you know, shooting and, uh, we, and we won't talk to, dude, like I'm not trying to identify who this guy is or, yeah. or the shooting that he was in, but basically he saw some real fucking shit before he, he was, joined the military. Some scary shit, some shit that'll bring tears to your eyes. Yeah. And he said that the comedic relief associated with, yeah. like joking about it makes him feel better like at first it was jarring to him right and but afterwards he was like oh that was like he was laughing with us the whole time yeah no
1: he was um, laughing he was the hardest laugher in the fucking class like. yeah
0: so I mean that that comedy and shit so I was thinking uh, <laughs> that's funny I just thought of, it was school shootings right boys hilarious um, right <so, laughs> like, come on uh, arm the teachers Uh <laughs> So they can kill the kids. Uh, Adults have better aim anyway. Uh, Millennials are a piece of shit.
1: Uh, (laughs) ADHD still kicking in. Just,
0: you know, shaking a little bit. Uh, Put it out before it... If you can kill a kid before it tweets bullshit in the universe, you're good. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, like, I was thinking about what you did and how it is legitimately ground-level intelligence work that you did and... Um you, you truly prevented something. So I was wondering how it was gonna come up in the podcast if it did at all, but I'm glad it did. It kinda just did. Yeah. yeah. I'm fucking glad it did. Yeah. So moving on to a more somber note, talk a little bit about your band. Reiterate the name. Oh, and, oh, oh I, I wanna ask you why it never took off.
1: Okay, so pretty much it was uh it started off in 2014. It was me and uh Misha Martin. Uh rest in peace. All right. please. RIP. That fucking embankment. R.I.P. Mish. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, we started off just covering songs in my dorm room when we were, like, 19. And, uh, it was just me and Mish. And, uh... We had a slew of different people come through. Like, different drummers. I was a bassist for a little bit. Things like that. And, uh... I think it was just, like, our day jobs. Like, always kind of got in the way. Like, we would write stuff. You know, we had a few songs. We had an Instagram page for a bit. And then, uh... We were called Off in the Woods... And the reason why was because uh, an old friend of ours once said, uh, you should be named off in the woods, so if you guys ever did a battle with the bands and someone beat you, at least you could hear the people that beat you say that they beat off in the woods. <laughs> Which is just pure genius, <laughs> if we're being honest. Like, that's beat just, off in the woods? <laughs> yeah, you know? like Well, you know, who hasn't had a good beat off in the woods? You know, Dan, I mean? If you're going to beat off in the woods, where would you nut? Oh, dude, definitely on the tree. Because the tree.
0: Oh, which side of the tree?
1: Ooh, the one that faces the sunrise. That's where the moss grows, right? Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. No,
0: wait, no. The, the... No, moss grows north, right? I'd, yeah. I definitely be off on the moss. On the moss. In hopes that a mushroom grow.
1: Dude, imagine that mushroom. Like it has like a little red patch on the top of its head. Did you eat it? Huh? Did you eat it? Like with a little like. Maybe some mandalay sauce. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what mandalay sauce is. Unless... <laughs> unless... Unless you're one eighth, Unless one eighth, you're an uh, octaroon.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. But, okay, so... So you guys didn't really start off because your day job, but you have true talent, dude.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. That's what people say. Uh, that's kinda... why That's why I asked you to bring your yeah, guitar. You had, me, you had me bring a guitar today.
0: So, uh, and... ladies and gentlemen... My boy, Davey Chu, is actually unboxing his guitar. We're in a tiny closet, mind you. Um, In last episode, I called it a walk-in. That was me being facetious. It is barely... It's more like a shuffling closet. Like You fucking shuffle more than three feet into this closet, and you're hitting the wall. So my boy, Davey, let me move this out of the way, is going to send us off today, and we're going to have him back. Uh, but we're hitting the points where I got to piss. Uh, (laughs) Um, and so we're going to have him back on the podcast. I don't know when, I don't know where, but I do want him to send us off with one of the, uh, off in the woods singles called send nudes. I don't know the songs, but I'm going to try
1: to sing along when I catch the uh, rhythm. to it. So little backstory on this song for one, I'm just coming down from sickness. So, uh, my throat's not really, my voice isn't really where it should be right now, but, uh,
0: you, you don't have to... This is a, a pretty good microphone for what it yeah, is. Yeah. So if you just keep it at the tone you're at, a little above the guitar.
1: Yep. But uh, the song uh, was actually written by uh, Mish, R.I.P. R.I.P. But... Uh, An embankment. We'll the way you. I found out was... Uh, one night we were at IHOP at 2 in the morning, so uh, you know what kind of state we were probably in at that point. Sure. And uh, he looked at me, and he said, Hey, Dave, uh, I wrote a song that... I feel like you would really like that would be like good for the band. And I was like, let me hear it and he was like, It's just a corny love song. Which is all it really it's all it really is. It's just a corny love song. About like when you get certain feelings about a girl, you just want to see one thing. Yeah. So
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> to close it out <coughs> oh. Here we go. This is uh this is Send Nudes, so here we go. I saw your messages Didn't think it was best To leave you alone Or call you on my phone Late October night The autumn air felt just right You're my cocaine Your ice and numbs my pain So here I am in a cold dark room, just thinking about what I do to you. So take me back to when I saw you. Natural and free pixelated pictures of you. Only men for me, guess these all have to do. I'll send one of mine too. If you send new da 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 da. Da-da-da, 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 <laughs> All right, that's da ta ta ta
0: send nudes. And send nudes man.
1: <laughs> I only got the uh, the hook, but <laughs> I think it's called the hook, right? Is that what So it? many drunken parties in this town <laughs> have closed out for that song. <laughs> and, and, and thanks Davey thanks for coming here let me help you out oh we'll get, yeah thank you we're gonna get his uh, guitar back in its case let me I, I always have trouble shoving it back in the hole that's it I'll help you alright oh just guide it Pop is a real train oh my god there we go this explains the kid alright that's it <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't have a kid by accident. alright but right uh no dude thanks for coming thanks for uh Thanks for joining me. I've had trouble getting my brother to shoot a podcast with me. Yeah, um, we've been going for almost an hour now. But um, do you have anything you want to like promote? Any like, what's your Instagram? What's your Twitter? If you got one,
1: uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Daveychu2. D a v e y c h u, and then the number two. Uh, the reason why it's sat was because uh, some asshole took Davy before I could. So. Wow.
0: Yeah, all right. How did his dad fuck that up too? Or yeah, I guess, dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> actually quite a common fuck up.
1: Uh, David II, so. I'm Davey Chu so I'm David Chu number two. All
0: right. Cool, just, man. Yeah, hopefully yeah. we hear more music from you, and I'm so fucking glad that you joined me. Oh, dude, um, always. I don't know if this podcast is going to come out today or if it's going to be next Wednesday because uh, we do fight breakdowns on Saturdays, and then we do random episodes on Wednesdays. Um, it, if we if we book it correctly.
1: so okay.
0: um, I'm going to edit and push this tonight, but uh, thanks for coming out. You got anything in closing, brother?
1: Uh, don't cook bacon naked. That's that a up. boy. <laughs> right.
0: And this has been Overtly Casual, hosted by myself, Dak, and my brother, Tyler, with our special guest today, Davey Chu, my only Asian friend. See ya!